To Atomic Monsoon, the maelstrom of pop culture discussion. Woo! <laughs> We're back. You, you know our names, but just in case, I'm Andy. <laughs> I'm Josh. And I'm Stephanie. And thanks again to our friends, the uh, the Def M All Stars, these guys at Def M Records that did our theme music for us. Yes, Hoorah. indeed. Um, if you want to follow them, check them out at DefMRecords.com. All kinds of good stuff. Um, I'm a big fan of the 45 Syndicate and the Saturn 3, which are okay. two bands that are, you can get there. Um, I've seen seen the Dead Gear live several times, so they're they're all. Uh, Bunch of good dudes over there. Is there a large variety of music or Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's I've uh, had a chance to actually go check it out yet. I've just yeah, the, so, the stuff that we've had for editing, I would right. like to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh forty five syndicates more of an instrumental surf band. Okay. So if you're into surf music, right? The, Radical. Yeah, yeah. Sixties Batman TV show kind yeah, of yeah, 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 background yeah. incidental music. Um Saturday Three is like a, a stoner rock, doom metal kind of band. Okay. Um, but a lot of it is kind of secretly nerd themed. Right? Okay. There's a song called uh Coloss Tokyo uh, uh Colossus in Tokyo, something like that. Tokyo, right. Col- Tokyo Colossus. It's about Godzilla. Okay, nice. Um, yeah, on. yeah. There's a song that's uh, it's like clowns and pills or something, and it's about Akira. So, okay. Yeah, like lots of lots All of right. cool like kind of subversive like nerd yeah. music in there. Very nice. Um, nerd rock. Yeah, Dead Gear's like a cool blues rock and roll band. Nerd okay. rock. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So that needs to be a genre. I think. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Make it a genre. Uh, old Man Kleesner is a guy that actually recorded a demo in the 90s but he's like the brother, the friend of the brother of someone that works there so like yeah. they got a hold of it and got a hold of him and worked out releasing it. Um, huh. And it's like a super, it, like that album just sounds like 1995. Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like super kind of post grunge, like right. that nice. kind of very mid '90s sound. Yeah. So, yeah, lots of good stuff over at Def Jam Records. Uh, definitely go check them out. Yeah. Um, you know, some show we should actually start by saying each other's wrong names. So, like, we call each other by the wrong names. So it's like, yeah, hi, I'm Josh. I'm, I'm Stephanie. I'm Mandy. <laughs> yeah. Just confuse the wait, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Wait, why yeah. did Josh sound suddenly like so much more feminine? Yeah. <laughs> Um, hey, speaking of finding stuff online, we have an Instagram account now. Woo! Hey, right, right on. So, so already at Atomic Monsoon on Twitter and Facebook.com slash Atomic Monsoon. And you can email us at Atomic Monsoon at gmail.com. And we're on Redbubble at AtomicMonsoon.redbubble.com. And now you can find us at Atomic underscore Monsoon on Instagram. Uh, we've already got more followers on Instagram than we do on Twitter. And I set it up like two days ago. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know, a little nice little segue here for both uh, talking about male things being feminine and Instagram internet sure. culture this week oh my god exploded with oh a new god. character it is yeah. everywhere and it's morphed into multiple characters and it's gone nuts and if I you haven't seen Bowsette yet I don't what know what closet that of the I world are you seen, hiding in I want to join you I don't know that I've seen anything online blow up as quickly as Bowsette no I don't think I have either uh, okay I, I think I might be the one living on the rock because the only thing I've seen explode in the past couple of weeks is this is literally a meme called Bongo cat and it's literally this cat playing either yeah. piano bongos or whatever and people are putting different music to it so yeah, that, one's, it, that one's been nice but people have now forgotten about that and moved on to Bowsette <laughs> well that was quick I'm still yeah. watching all the bongo cat videos yeah it was, so, it was so what happened was is uh, Nintendo announced that Super Mario Brothers Wii U is coming to the Nintendo Switch and there's a new power up in it that is the Super Crown yes right and uh, oh, I've seen the Super Crown memes Right, so this is basically that. It's it's in the video they show Toadette putting on the crown, and she kind of becomes Princess Peach. 
but is still Toadette. So someone, and it was like the 19th of September, so it wasn't even that long ago. No. Like someone on, on Twitter or Instagram or whatever did a sketch of like, what if Bowser put on the super crown and became Bowsette? And it was like, okay, cool. And then it was just everywhere. Oh my yeah. god! Like timeline, like all of my social media timelines are just covered in Bowser. Apparently, stuff I don't know enough people who follow Mario. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's, that's the weird thing is, like, I don't like really follow anybody on my social media that would normally have stuff like that. But yeah. it's everywhere in my timeline, like absolutely everywhere. Well, and they're doing all kinds of crazy, like. Uh, just mashups with it, like with a, a King Booet, and there's the Bowsette, there's a Dry Bonesette, like it just, right. it just everything, uh, Chompette, Bullet Billet, like yeah. it's. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, they're all over the place, and some of them I just showed Which, Stephanie this, oh, this yeah. random one I found real quick on my phone. Like some of them are just really gorgeous pieces of art. Oh, yeah, some of the artwork is just oh, blowing yeah. me away. It just, it's crazy. The one thing I don't understand is, is why is it at? I get the original one with the Toadette thing, but right. shouldn't it be like. Poozer or something, just because it's Peach I, and Bowser, like yeah, <laughs> Poozer po- sounds super dirty. That, well, I mean, yeah, DC, come on, come on, no, you're right. I mean, it should be like like a Bowich or a, a Bowser yeah. or something. something yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, hey, it's the name that stuck. Yeah, right? it's just, I mean, at least sounds better than the other names that we just spilled. So yeah, yeah. yeah um, I don't know. It's. It is what it. I mean. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird. It's random, but I mean, it's fun. It, it's innocent fun for the most part. So you know, old, the old rule thirty four. <laughs> but uh, I, I have seen a lot of the rule thirty four stuff. Yeah. So right now we're gonna Already. take bets and see how many people cosplay this. <laughs> oh, it, it was the next day after the people started putting stuff up there. There were some of the major cosplayers yeah. yeah. were already throwing it out there. Yeah, so. it's. So I'm gonna make a weird tangent now off of uh, this meme, the, the, the meme of uh, Bowsette. Even though it's uh-huh. not really a meme, it's just like people are like you know just I mean, blowing it up. It's it's basically it's yeah, basically it's a meme. Yeah. Uh, there's been this comic I've been seeing poster, and it's not really nerdy. I just wanted to talk about it because it's positively adorable. Sure. Uh, but it's like this, you know, this oh, this guy brings home a giant dog that looks vicious and evil, like he will eat your soul. And then he's like, "Hey, uh, Pixie, here's your here's your brand new big brother." And Pixie's like this adorable tiny little kitten. <laughs> oh, I did see this one. Yes. Yeah. And it's like every time I read that, I just hear Pixie with this like, "I like Pixie. I have a cute little voice." And right, then, he's like, got the, the little sneezer, like I'm just three and a half years old, kind of voice. Exactly. Yeah. And then I, I hear the big dog Brutus like. What's up, I'm Brutus? Like, you know, just, I can't do the good voice. Hello, I'm Brutus. <laughs> Maybe not that deep. Yeah. But no, just not, not Dr. Claw. Come on, <laughs> yeah. When did no, I go Dr. Claw? But no, I just, I saw it, and I'm like, I wanted to briefly mention how adorable it is. It's, and I continue to yeah. share it every time I see it. So. Right, and he goes, and he, he runs off, and he puts on his Halloween costume. He's like, did I scare you? And he's like, yes. And yes, you scared me very much. And it was so cute. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So, anyway, let's go back to nerd stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, we keep hitting a little bit of the video game information uh, we got some yeah. uh, new announcements, uh, PlayStation-wise. Uh, they're actually allowing cross-play, finally, between platforms, but Ooh. only on Fortnite. Okay. <laughs> of course. So, okay. For right now, it's just Fortnite. But they're, is, this, they're... is this all platforms? Yes. So now, Xbox, PC, Wii, or sorry, the Switch, yep. and uh, PlayStation can all play against each other if you enable the feature on your... Wow. Or they will be soon once the feature is available in the update. What about cell phones? Because I, so, I know you can play on cell phones now. Um, I believe that falls into the... PC category with okay. the, the crossplay, but I'm not exactly 100% certain That's on there. Um, so, you know, interesting. And then uh, we also had the Xbox announce that they're going to be having the mouse and keyboard 
update come out for preview members soon. So if you're a preview member, make sure you have your update enabled to where you can get that. If you hmm. want to go ahead and try it out, it's going to be available on... Uh, oh, I can't remember what what games they were saying it was going to be, but there's going to be a couple games they're going to be testing it out on. Neat. Okay. And, you know, it's finally, finally, the home consoles are starting to get mouse and keyboard adapter. For, for people who want to play with that. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's so which, it, which is especially with this whole crossplay thing going when they're trying to do a lot of competitive stuff mm-hmm. like on mm-hmm. Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a real handicap if you got a controller and somebody else has got that mouse and keyboard. Their response yeah. time is, is is really ridiculous. So I, I kind of wish I liked Fortnite. Uh, I kind of want to play. Like I, I, I just just you know I have a Switch, but I don't yeah. have a PS4 or an Xbox One, and it'd be cool to play games with my friends without having the console limitations. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah Warframe. Nice. That was the first game that was getting it. Warframe. Okay. The, which makes sense. It's a big PC game. And sure. Like free right. to play and All stuff. Right. So cool. And it's got a huge community now on Xbox. So they're getting that one. That will be the first game, and then a few others are getting. The, the, uh, the option to enable it. So it'll be nice. interesting to see how, how that goes over and if they're going to... might become a staple where they just... You can use mouse and keyboard on any of your games. So yeah. it'll, it'll really be interesting. Yeah. So Xbox is really pushing that uh, that PC-type PC compatibility. Yeah. Like, yeah. just where they'll I, be either way. I almost way. feel like Microsoft is making the Xbox One obsolete by themselves with all the, like... Crossplay between the Xbox One and the the PC, and then like, hey, if you buy it on Xbox One, you get. I kind of feel like they're Windows, trying to just make it to where it's Windows. like, if you have Microsoft stuff, you can just use your stuff anywhere. Yeah, you know, which makes sense. Like, it's something you need to do. Like, I yeah. just, I'm just waiting for the day when finally, like, they and Nintendo just be like, hey, you know what? Let's just make our stuff compatible because then right. We don't have to create an entire separate thing. We can just have our handheld that links up to your thing, and then it all on the screen, and yeah. like you know, just it would make more sense. But I don't know. We'll I, see where things will go with that. Yeah. Um, speaking of PlayStation as well, sure. Uh, the PS Classic. We talked last week about their power cord in you know situation. <laughs> right. about how it doesn't ship. And the power I would cord. like to think that it was because of our podcast that it came out because why? Why the day of our podcast there was an announcement put out uh, that uh, they officially said no, it will not come with a power cord, but it will work with most. You know, quotation mark here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Most cell phone chargers, the your bricks that you yep. get for it. But the caveat is, you have to double check because it has to be a five volt, one amp charger. Okay. If it's not, you will take the risk of frying your PlayStation. Remember that. So, double check. Double check your 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 phone thing. You know, just it's something that a lot of people don't think about. They think, oh, it's got a USB thing. I can just use it. Right. That's, no, 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 that, no, that's not the way it works. You can right. ruin your devices if you, you have the wrong amperage. You put something in there. It's got like a five amp. You know. So <laughs> right. we called. So we called it then. Yes, kind of. You kind of did. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Five volt, in in which is going to be a lot of the Samsung ones will not work. Uh, We checked your yeah my your iPhone. It was an older one. Right. It was an iPod Touch I bought in two thousand five. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Yeah. Well, but it's the same brick. It's it. Apple had made the one brick, and they keep using it. So that's fair. So just you double check because I I I looked online and there was a couple different versions of the iPhone that used more amperage with it because you know bigger screens, bigger. know, different right. batteries and stuff like that. So double check and, you know, any of your bricks, if you get one before you plug it in straight into your, your PlayStation, make sure you've got the right power requirements. <laughs> yeah. Because you definitely don't want to plug that thing in and go, wait, what? Why isn't it working here? That so. thing's not coming out until next year anyways, right? Yeah, yeah. So, we have plenty of time. So, yeah. and, and it's just really weird that they were so like, no, we will not be shipping it with a power cord. It's That's only going to be a, a USB. It just, such yeah. Such a bizarre Especially decision. with the $99 price tag. Right. Because you know what? The Nintendo one comes with a power cord. <laughs> yeah, and two controllers. Yeah. And it's the Super NES was 80 Yeah, so, so which which is still pricey. Which is pricey, but hey, man, for $20 less, yeah. I get I still get my 20 games, and okay, there's 16-bit games and not 32-bit games, but okay, I still get yeah. 20 games, two controllers, and a 
power cord. Yeah. Right? It's true. So it just, you know, it's interesting yeah. to see what, where they're yeah. going with it. But, you know, hey, more power to them. I'm still excited to see what official games they're going to put on it. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't announced anything since the five last week. Not right? that I've seen yet. Okay. Um, so we're just, we're still waiting on that. And there's more and more people talking about what we had talked about before with the lack of the, the analog controller yeah. and everything. So it'll be interesting to see what ends up on it. Yeah. Um, some other information for those of you out there that are excited like I am about Red Dead 2 coming out soon. Um, Free up some space on your console or your PC. They announced the download size for it for your installation. It's How big is it? <laughs> yeah, 105 gigabytes. What? Yeah. What? So if you're buying it digital, uh, make sure you've got plenty of uh, space on your your you know allotment of download. But 105 gigabytes is that, the install so, size for this game. So that's if you buy it digitally. No, that's you. you that's remember your PlayStation and Xboxes. You have to d install things still. Yeah. So. so oh my God. Yeah, that's, that's the install size on it. I, my, I've had computers that don't have that much space. Well, on I mean, to be fair, some other games like uh, well, and the, well, the other thing is, I didn't see if this is going to be for the 4K upgrade either, because like Xbox, like there's some games if it's 4K compatible, it's even bigger. Right. Of a, oh of my a download. god. More resolution. Yeah. yeah. So I, I haven't been able to find out if that includes the 4K or if and it's just standard across all oh or god. what's going on here. So that's but yeah, that's a big big download. Then if you're buying it digitally, man, that's a big Josh, chunk of your data allotment. If if uh, if you're do, on a. Do you remember back in the the Super Nintendo and Genesis game? days when they would they would be like hey here's our new game it's 16 megs man i, I was I, <laughs> when i saw this i was looking at 105 gigabyte i was like man i remember my first playstation memory card yeah. had the 8 megabyte right <laughs> and i was like 8 megabytes are you kidding me <laughs> right and yeah. now we're like 8 megabytes that's not a lot yeah. yeah i was just like i was watching some videos about uh super metroid and they were like this game was huge it was a 32 megabyte cartridge and i yeah. was like I have text files now that are bigger than 32 megabytes. It's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here thinking about the old, you know, learn how to... Bill Gates. Bill Gates said you will never need more than two megabytes of hard drive space on your computer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, here we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, well, to be fair, though, that was shortly after the Commodore 64 days. Oh, we were, right. You know, I mean, yeah. Loading it was, up it was... 50 Lodestar games on a, right. you know, six kilobyte... You know, right, right, but, floppy uh, disk, like, but yeah, I mean, I know that that was you know the the early eighties <laughs> or whatever, but it was still like yeah, we'll never need more than two megabytes of hard drive space, and here yeah. we are like yeah, we're making fake Western video games now yeah. that are one hundred and five oh, gigabytes. Do you remember when they did that one? Uh, and this is dating us a little bit, but yeah. the, uh, when CDs were coming out as a, a format medium for Windows, uh -huh. and Bill Gates did that. Uh, publicity photo where he was up in a redwood tree with a stack of paper up to where he was and holding a CD and they're, they're <laughs> like this much paper can go on this one CD and it was just like yeah that's fantastic wow yeah, so right. that's yeah, I mean, it, 105 gigabytes seems ridiculous but when yeah. you're thinking that you know yeah, you got in 20 years it'll be like oh, 120 105 yeah, gigabytes like, that's nothing it's not a Yoda bite what do we care yeah you know so yeah. it's so. just yeah but but just be warned there for that um, and then the early 90s were a very strange time to, technologically speaking be glad you missed it yay yeah. <laughs> 90s baby <Yeah>. so um, <laughs> I actually have some uh, video game uh, yeah, stuff yeah. too yeah yeah what's going on yeah. what you got so uh, LucasArts uh, more like uh Wow. I just completely <laughs> forgot the name of uh, the, the, the name of the actual company, um, but that that actually is behind all of this. But it's pretty much a Star Wars thing. Um, they yeah. have announced <laughs> they've announced a Vader Immortal virtual reality 
uh, game that they're going to be creating here uh, soon. And from what it sounds like, it sounds like you're pretty much going to be following Vader and, you know, be fighting and doing a lot of stuff like that, but on his home turf. Which means Ooh. you'll get to explore his uh, palace on Mustafar that you see in Rogue One. Oh, interesting. So we'll, cool. we'll get to see a little bit there. I don't know. They haven't released a lot of details. It's just all we know that it is called Vader Immortal. So it sounds really cool. Okay. Cool. Okay. So I need to get VR. It's hard to go wrong with Vader most of the time. I mean. Yeah. But the fact that there's no other than the centralized no. Vader. I, I got to go. That, that scene doesn't bother me at all. That's about the only thing that you can be like, oh, no. But <laughs> otherwise, like, everything Vader's gold. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's hard to do with it. Mm. Speaking of Star Wars stuff. Um, Woo. Kathleen Kennedy got a three-year extension for uh, working on the Star Wars universe. And depending on how you feel about things that have been going on since she took over that's either a uh, hoorah or a uh, <laughs> meh so well, <laughs> in the uh, you know online it's very divided a lot of people love her sure. a lot of people hate her it's just you know it is what it is but she got an extension on there so there will be more Star Wars stuff with Kathleen Kennedy now but the the rate begs the question like what aren't isn't nine the last of the numbered and they put off a bunch of other stuff for the next couple of years uh, so even with so that three years extension will she really be involved other than pre-production with much can we just talk about the fact that in the matter of three years, they released four films, two TV series, a shit crappy ton of video games. <laughs> I'm trying to hold off on cursing here. Uh, <laughs> um, a crap ton of video games yeah. and like, well, who I know that was knows one of the things else? they've been talking <laughs> a lot about is like oversaturation. Like yeah. 150 comics. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, they've done a lot in just three years. Yeah. yeah. I know that was one of the big criticisms <laughs> and one of the things that they addressed is just about oversaturation, maybe trying to do too much too quick and doing yeah. too much. And they so, put yeah. a bunch of stuff on the back burner. So, so I don't even know how much, other than pre production stuff, they're actually going to, she'll be doing in the next three years. But I mean, she'll probably, I imagine it's going to be laying the groundwork for what. They're going to, to be come. doing next, yeah. yeah. I mean, so yeah. you know, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. We'll either get more Kathleen Kennedy Star Wars stuff, or she'll just be overseeing stuff until they do put out more stuff. So I don't know. It'll be interesting, but you know, more power to her. We'll see what comes up next and yeah. see how she does. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm at least excited and glad to hear that she's she's still sticking around. And uh, uh, you know, oddly, when you bring that up. Um, there's been an article that's been going around since uh, Ray Park was on an episode of the Star Wars show, mm-hmm. and I've I seen this episode, and it's great. Um, but Ray Park is talking with, I think it's Andy or Anthony uh, Gutierrez uh, from the Star Wars show. And they ask him, you know, like, how did you feel seeing yourself come back on the big screen? And he's like, uh, I don't really know. And you're like, what do you mean you don't know? Well, because the moment I came back on, Ian McGregor, who was sitting right next to me, immediately grabbed me and started shaking me and freaking out like, ah, it's you! <laughs> <laughs> and hearing that literally makes my day to the point where I'm like, the fact that Ian McGregor is geeking out over, right. like, this villain that he technically killed as Obi-Wan years and years ago mm-hmm. in this, like, epic way made me smile so nah, hard. That's, good. that's great. So, just a little brief fun knowledge about that. But, Andy, you have video games stuff, I, too, don't yeah. you? Yeah, well, just just a couple quick notes. Um, one, because I mentioned it in one of our earlier episodes, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters came out, it comes out today. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Dragon Ball Fighter Z, but the Z is stylized to be capital. Because it's Dragon Ball and it's Dragon Ball Z, right? Okay. So is, but it's Dragon Ball Fighters, and I don't know how to pronounce that. Dragon Ball Fighters. I think they actually put a thing out when it came out on PS4 and Xbox that it is Fighters. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, We'd like to add extra emphasis on that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you know, it's like the Doritos Extreme. It's just an X. Extreme. Yeah. yeah. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Fighters. Uh, anyway, Dragon Ball Fighters is out today. It's Friday, the September 28th. 
uh, when we're recording this. Let me pull back the curtain. <laughs> I don't know yeah. when you're listening, but we're recording on September 28th. Do not pay attention to the man behind the curtain. Right, yeah. Um, so I'm excited. I pre-ordered it, so that'll be at my house um, tonight when I get home. Yeah, I don't great. know about the Switch version, but the Xbox One. Yeah. Thumbs up. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, people are going to be like, no, what are you talking about? This game's only a year old. Yes, the Switch version comes out today. Um, and if you pre-ordered it, you also get a download code for uh, Super Budaten, which was an old Super Famicom game yeah. that never got released in the U.S. Uh, I may have downloaded that onto my Switch during my lunch break today. Um, <laughs> we won't tell. It's completely in Japanese. No, that was, that was on my lunch break. It was okay, fine. fair enough. It was, it was fine. Uh, but it's completely in Japanese. There's, they didn't bother translating it. They're just like, nope, here's the Super Famicom ROM. Figure it out. And so I was like, well, okay. <laughs> I remember uh, we had a, had a friend of mine that ordered a few of those just from, you were, I, I'm sure you remember back in the 90s, you get those yeah. Japanese catalogs with, oh, yeah. you, couldn't, you didn't know what any of it was except for the price in U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you're like, okay, hey, yeah, that's a Dragon Ball fighting game. Let's right. one of those, right. one of these. You know, like, yep. oh, hey, what's this, like, Aerith puzzle thing? I don't know. Let's get it anyway. Sure. You know? <laughs> nice. <laughs> that kind of stuff. But I mean, we, we got to play a few of those yeah. uh, on the Super Nintendo. Just, we didn't know who the characters were for some of them because it was further ahead than the series that we had gotten right. to see. Because by the time like, Dragon Ball came to the US, it was over in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, by the time we saw Amer- like Dragon Ball Z in America in like 96, like it, it was done. It had been done for a couple of years. Yeah. So and, and with like for me and my friends, we had like a few random episodes that I had like a pen pal in Japan would send. Sure. Me. He'd literally tape it on TV and send it to me with <laughs> him doing his own really bad like trying to dub like, it. Yeah. yeah. Or not even dub it. Just trying like to put the subtitles. With, yeah. 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 And just trying to do that direct translation. It was really bad. So like we're sitting there like, what is going? What? <laughs> so you know, we we knew some of the characters that there would be like a big gap because like there you know we missed twelve episodes in between. Right. The next time that he could record an episode. Right. You know, it's just, just like, wait, huh? But Your you know, fighting spirit is moose-like and glorious? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> wait, what is this about bubblegum and the theme song? I don't understand. Yeah. What is going on? Why yeah. do we all need bubblegum? I don't know. Because <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was, those, those, the Super Nintendo Dragon Ball games were a lot they're, of fun. They're a lot of fun. Uh, I, I, was, I, I did mess around with Booted In a little bit today, and it's fun, but it's very much from the early 90s. Oh, yeah. Like, it, yeah. it, it, it doesn't age. Was well. that the one where they started doing the, you could fly and actually they, they had and do the, the split vertical? Screen? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I can remember if that yeah, was the one or yeah, not. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. Um, I suspect that anyone that pre-ordered uh, Fighters on the Switch is going to try it out and be like, well, that was 10 minutes of my life. I'm not getting back. But, uh, <laughs> you know, because my friends are all super nerdy, we're all, we're probably going to give it yeah. a little bit more playtime. I mean, I, I went after we talked about it last time about the uh, the, the beat-em-up pack, the Capcom yeah. one. I yeah. nearly went and bought that and oh, played I did some too. Nights of the Round. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I was, uh, I played, I beat, um, the hell is it called? King of Dragons. Nice. Uh, beat that the other night. And then uh, after I was done with work today and I was waiting to record, I was just playing Captain Commando. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, had, I was playing Nights Around and I finally got far enough in the game where I could see the, the final transformation for Percival. And I went, Nice. Where did his pants go? <laughs> <laughs> So Honey, that was interesting. All, all, all those years, like I, I read that game so many times, and it was so hard. We could only ever yeah. get like so far in the game. Just, yeah. it was just oh, the brutal, Super versions were harder than yeah. the arcades. So brutal. Yeah, and finally got that far in the game. Went where, okay. Where go Percy? Yeah, pants. he he gets yeah. more and more armor and loses his pants. 
Yeah, that's how that's science. Insert yeah. Lego movie that's, joke here. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, was, it was very interesting. Hey, speaking of Capcom video games and the Switch, uh, Mega Man 11 comes out this coming Tuesday, uh, October 2nd. Yeah, so. that's actually something that makes me want to get a Switch, aside from just the fact that the Switch is awesome. But yeah, like that, yeah. I love Mega Man. Yeah, um, Mega I, Man. I pre ordered that game like as soon as I could. So, uh, and I know there's a, a demo out of like Concrete Man's level. Yeah. Um, I haven't done that. I, I'm just like, no, I'm going into the game fresh. So if it's Fair. terrible, then that's uh, no, fifty bucks. I'm out. Or the only thing I've but seen that people have honestly complained about is the fact that when you jump through the door into the boss areas, mm-hmm. you don't stay in the air. You'll fall down and then walk through. Instead of the classic Mega Man, uh, where, where you you, 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 it, you, you jump and it scrolls sideways and yeah. you're still in there. Yeah, that's the only thing I've really seen people actually complain so, about. So the complaint is, I drop earlier. Yeah, it's basically okay. like, oh, you guys took out that nostalgia because I mean, okay. that was kind of that even went through up to the more modern yeah. ones that they put out, yeah, like Mega Man Nine and, 10 and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was still part of the the mechanic in there. So Man. that's literally the only thing I've seen anybody say bad about it. Okay, if that's the complaint that people have, that's not a complaint. That's, no, that's no, and it, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. It's like that's literally the only complaint I've seen. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. No. So I'm excited for that. Uh, I will. Theoretically, I ordered it through Amazon Prime, yeah. so it should be should be at my nice. house exactly on Tuesday. I'll let you guys know how I feel about it. Right, right on, right cool. on. Cool. Uh, my last little bit of uh, video is uh, Destiny 2 Forsaken came out recently. Oh, okay. uh, I finally got through on the campaign for that and in, in the uh, official in-game stuff now, and it's really well done. Uh, my biggest like criticism for Destiny has been their lack of embracing their lore. Mm-hmm. Like right. the first game had so much lore that they just kind of put in the back page with having it included in like an app that you had to go to to read things and just you know it wasn't actually in the game and then with the second game they kind of just like eh, yeah lore here we're going to throw a few things in there but not really care about it okay. and this one they definitely you can see there was actually some someone that was the person writing it actually cared about it and wanted to express things and wanted to put stuff out there and really delved deep into the lore from the past okay. to kind of tie a lot of things together that didn't make sense from the first game All right. that you're just kind of like wait wait what because that, that was such a uh, hodgepodge of like we, they had this grandiose story and then it got Nope, we're scrapping all that. We're just going to do this game, and then you know they put huh. pieces of it in there. Just it kind of turned into a mess. It was a good gameplay, solid gameplay, sure. but you which know, is lore the wise, part. yeah, lore wise, it was it was really kind of lacking. Okay, but mm-hmm. uh, this this Forsaken D- DLC was really well done. Cool. Uh, the gameplay, of course, it's Destiny. It's great, and then them adding in a lot of really good story elements and everything, and just without trying to spoil anything, just it really ties a lot of stuff back together. If you're a fan of Destiny. I know the price tag can be a little bit daunting because it's another $40 you got to plump, plump down to be able to play it, but it's actually worth it. Like, they've they've updated so much of the game. They've fixed so much that was problems from year one on it that okay. it, it really is a solid game. So definitely check that out if you're a Destiny fan. Okay. All right. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. I was very far away. <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess I'm going to take it over to uh, kind of some TV stuff. Sure. Cool, cool. Um... So this last week, uh, I want to say Monday, was it? Uh, this technically Monday all the way till now and all yeah. the way until Sunday yeah. uh, is kind of premiere week for a lot of fall shows yeah. coming back. Yeah. Whether new seasons, new shows, whatever. Um, I kind of wrote down a couple of the shows that are going to come back and just and, and I'm mainly doing this based off of the prime time, like the prime networks, like so NBC, ABC, Fox, yeah, CBS, the, yeah. the big five, the big five. Yeah. Um. So if uh, so if you guys also have some as well, go ahead and throw them in there. But uh, just, so, just the one, just the one. Right. <laughs> uh, so the shows that have come back for the season, you know, there's an, there's the 27th season, Dancing with the Stars, like I've mentioned, The Voice is back. 
uh, the series premiere of Magnum P.I. Whoa. Are they remade Magnum P.I.? They yeah. remade Magnum P.I. Oh, boy. Yep. Uh, there's a new show called Manifest on NBC about a plane that disappears for five years and then comes back. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Uh, new Amsterdam, which I've mentioned before. Mm -hmm. uh, new season of Lethal Weapon. That, that show got renewed? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wasn't there like some kind of crazy thing with like the like one of the actors or something like that? I, or probably. Like... Um, obviously, there's, them. A, there's a new season of How to Get Away with Murder. It's just an amazing show. Okay. Um, uh, there's a new season of MacGyver. <laughs> I'm listing off show names here that I feel like some people are going like, what generation is this? Yeah. yeah. Is, is this 1982 again? Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> come Roseanne and Murphy Brown and MacGyver and Magnum P.I. are on there. I'm just waiting for Airwolf, and then we'll have the trifecta there. Uh, well, speaking of Roseanne, there's the spinoff show called The Connors, which yes. is the family minus her. Uh, there's been the goal. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> huh. That's that's an interesting workaround. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of other shows. Uh, one show, I'm just going to segue here real quick. Uh, one show that I was a little disappointed to see was not coming back this fall, but there's a, there's a silver lining to it is Designated Survivor. Have you guys seen Designated Survivor? <laughs> that's the one where uh, the president and the vice president and all of the cabinet dies, and there's the one, Pretty much, the yeah, one I, guy that's like eighth in line or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the guy who's the secretary of agriculture who's like, yeah, no, you're the designated survivor. Chill out at this location that nobody knows about. Right. And then suddenly the state capitol goes boom. Oh, wow. by the way, now you're president yeah. now. So yeah, so this guy who's <laughs> not qualified to be president, but he's the next in the chain. Yeah. Because yeah. he was, you know, named designated survivor. So, uh, But it's a great show. I've loved it uh, for the two seasons it's been on ABC. So it's sad that it got canceled before season three happened. Uh, but Netflix, thank you, uh, has saved it, and it is going to be returning to Netflix. I don't know how soon, um, but I'm really excited that yeah. it's going to be continuing because it's such a great show. Kirkman for president. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, yeah, so I just have the, the one show that came out. It's on ABC. It's the Goldbergs, right? It's the mm -hmm. only modern show that I keep up with. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a modern show about a kid growing up in the 80s Perfect. watching a bunch of nerd stuff, right? So, yeah, hey, Andy, we made this show for it's, you. It's our wonder years. <laughs> right. Literally our it, it, wonder years. No, so it's it's funny. I, I, uh, I kind of made this comparison um, a while ago. Like, in the 70s, we had... Happy days. Happy days about mm -hmm. the 50s. In the 80s, there was the Wonder Years about the 60s. In the 90s, there was that 70s show, obviously, about the 70s. Mm -hmm. And now we've got the Goldbergs about the 80s. Um, although Goldbergs came a little bit late, after, and it's it's there were a couple of other attempts at 80s nostalgia shows. Yeah, they tried that 80s show that was horrible. You know, <laughs> not the best show. No. Um, yeah, but so Goldberg's came a little bit later, so we're kind of up in line for the next couple of years for a 90s nostalgia show. And then, like, we're going to get to the point not too far off from, like, probably 2025 where we're doing, like, a 2000s nostalgia show. Yeah. Like, man, this is... This is weird. <laughs> a little surreal. <laughs> a little weird. Um, but yeah, no, I watched the Goldberg season premiere because uh, it premiered on Wednesday. They put it on Hulu yesterday, so I watched it last night right before I went to bed. And uh, they did a nice 16 Candles homage okay. where they forgot Adam's birthday. Whoops. And, uh, like his 16th birthday. Aww. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, also, we mentioned Murphy Brown coming back. Mm -hmm. Um a internet friend of mine, Gina, Gina Ippolito, is actually one of the writers on that show. Oh, right. so, nice. Yeah, nice. so um, I just found so. out that it'll be on CBS's streaming thing, and then they'll have it on All Access later. So okay. also the uh, series, the, uh, the season finale, the final season of Big Bang Theory has started. Okay, okay. So All right. there's also that. Um, 
Uh, South Park came back. Oh, good. New episode of that on <laughs> South Wednesday. South Park's coming back. So. Uh, Simpsons, Family Guy, American Dad, the good, the good yeah. you know. Yeah, everything. Everything. Yeah. Bob's Burgers. Um, yeah. Another show that's coming on, this is, a, this is a new one, and it's coming from the creators of Dancing with the Stars. Uh, it's called Dancing with the Stars Junior, so it's like the pint size version. It's like okay. kid. It's the, the Muppet Babies of Dancing with the Stars? Pretty much, but like pro kids. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. <laughs> so, pretty much. It's like pro kids with like pr- like stars that are also kids. And uh, I'm only going to list a couple of the kids that they've listed off here so far, but um, they have Stevie Wonder's son. Okay. They have Scottie Pippen's daughter. All right. They have, God, I regret saying this one. They have Honey Boo Boo. Hey. <laughs> she. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. Okay. Yeah, at least we know what happened to her. Uh, yeah. Um, and then uh, this one I think is really kind of neat. They got a couple of other, you know, like Disney kids. Uh, and then one, then they have the girl who played uh, young Gamora on, oh, okay. in, in Infinity War. That's cool. And Tom Bergeron, the host of Dance with the Stars, try to, you know, ask her like, so can you give me any information on Avengers 4? And she's like, no. <laughs> like, this kid is smart. She's yeah. been trained well. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry, guys. No spoilers there. Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So. Uh, and then, uh, for me, just, you know, DC nerd, uh, the Arrowverse sure. is coming back here in the next couple of weeks, and they've been revealing more information about the giant crossover in December, which is now called Elseworlds. Yeah. Where they're going to be introducing Batwoman and everything else. Mm-hmm. And they also cast... A obscure character for most comic book fans, but if you're a DC nerd like I am, mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's a fantastic character. It's one of the monitors, who's a character that yeah. kind of watches the timeline and protects the timeline a little bit, and it's mm-hmm. kind of an obscure character. But it, it's it could be them going uh, leading up to possibly doing a crisis episode. Could be like a crisis on infinite earth. It would be really interesting. That wouldn't be a bad way to recast characters that have died or left. That and also there, there've been a lot of scuttlebutt because like, uh, Tom Welling and, uh, um, Michael Rosenbaum have said like, Hey, yeah, I mean, we might be interested (gasps) in coming back for like a episode, maybe, you know, uh, Uh, (laughs) there've been a lot of talks about like me in, you know, they could bring in other people that played like, Bring Dean Cain again. Sure. Play yeah. the Superman. Like they could literally like just do uh, like, hey, we can get a bunch of people that have played different roles over the years. Yeah. And yeah. just the that would really fans tie it together. Episode. Yeah. Just to kind of like, I mean, I know Dean Cain was on Supergirl as her dad, adopted dad. And no stuff, one's gonna care. But no, nobody's gonna w- care. If would they, they you know. dare pull someone from the live movies that are happening now? They could if DC allowed it. I mean, it wouldn't. You yeah, because you know, if they did, then it would really tie the, everything together. They'd, they'd have to have the the money. It, to do it that. would not yeah. have to be a main character. It'd have to be like a minor one that we've seen a couple times now. Um, so maybe Perry White. Maybe if we're gonna get Larry Fishburne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe. So maybe I think he'd probably be too expensive still. Yeah, I, my thought was just maybe getting like Amy Adams to come in play like a like Lois Lane briefly. Could be. Maybe. 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 I don't we'll know. see. I mean, she also is kind of on the expensive side, too. But yeah. It's, it's, but, but yeah. yeah. Any which way, then possibly leading up to doing more, you know, Infinite or, Earth stuff. Right. And, like, right. and that's where I think uh, on DC side of stuff, they've really got it going on their TV is that they've, they've leaned into the comic bookiness of it. Yes. And really and run with it. Yeah, and I, I think that's good. It's really yeah. helped out. Yeah. And it's made the shows more fun and me getting more excited for them every and it year. it loosens up things you can do, right? Yeah. Hey, suddenly there's multiple Earths. All right, what does that mean? Oh, there are no rules anymore. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, we can just tell stories. Somebody gets a you know idea like, hey, what... 
why don't we do an evil flash this time? Barry comes back and does this. Okay, which earth is he from? Seven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're gonna you know, we're gonna we're gonna have uh, Arrow come guest star in a couple episodes of Supergirl and he's gonna be an you know Different version of Oliver Queen, a different sure. actor, you right. know, everything. Yeah, but it's going to be the this, actor from Smallville. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, and so. that's where it leads into a lot of like, you know, they could have a lot of fun crossover stuff with the, nice. the the multiverse stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how they do that. And they, I can't remember the gentleman's name, but they, it was a good casting for the monitor. I, I think okay. once they put him in some, because also something else, they've been doing really well with the costuming on mm-hmm. on the, mm-hmm. the Arrowverse. They really stuff. have, yeah, yeah, it's only good. Because I always get weary when it's like, oh, no, they're going to be doing the Martian Manhunter. But the, even that with the CG has looked yeah. well. Yeah, Like, you know, and so, and I'm kind of hoping maybe they might be able to bring over some of the uh, the Krypton stuff. That would be fun if they could yeah. incorporate a little bit of that yeah. into it. You know, yeah. cause that's or, another show that's coming back that I can't wait for. Because that's also done amazing with the comic I've book references and stuff. I've heard a lot of great like, things. It's the first time that anybody's done Doomsday to make it look like Doomsday. <laughs> like, it just, it's... That that show's really well done too. Cool. So it'll be interesting to see how they do with that. And, yeah. uh, and speaking of DC, and we can move on to a little bit of movie information here yeah, with this. Yeah. Uh, Birds of Prey. They made some casting decisions yeah. with that. Um, one more person from Scott Pilgrim versus the World is entering the <laughs> uh, you know comic book world. We've got yeah. a, a, and I might not be getting her name right. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. 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 Winstead yeah. uh, is going to be playing the Huntress. Yes. And then we've got. Uh, and I, I did no way I can get her smell it bell, <laughs> smell it bell. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how to say her name right. I don't know. Uh, but she'll be playing the uh, Black Canary. They did some casting on that, so that okay. that movie is progressing forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they've also said that Har- uh, that um, the actress who played Harley Quinn's coming back. For yeah, too. yeah. Margot Robbie will be playing yeah. Harley Quinn. She's okay. kind of the was, uh, the anchor of the the <laughs> the film. So I was about to say Margot Kidder, and I was like, no, that's Lois Lane. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and she's not with us anymore. No. Yeah. May she rest in peace. <laughs> yes. But, uh, so so that was cast. Uh, you know, so we'll see how that goes. And mm-hmm. then some random weird news today that popped oh. up out of nowhere. So first of all, this week, this week, <laughs> the Dark Phoenix trailer came out. Yes. They were like, hey, Dark Phoenix, we're finally doing this movie. It's supposed to come out in November. We're pushing it back to Valentine's Day. Here's the trailer. Yes. And then today... They announced that they're doing a special version of a PG-13 version of Deadpool 2. And what the earlier reports are coming out is that it's going to be a Princess Bride-esque PG-13 version of Deadpool 2. And the rumor mill says that it's going to have Fred Savage narrating. So I don't know how they're going to do this. Possibly Deadpool is going to sneak into Fred Savage's house, curl up in his bed and say, read me a story. Josh. I don't know. I think you just killed Stephanie. I think maybe. Possibly. Possibly. You did. You killed me. She fell over. She literally fell over. She almost fell out of her chair laughing. But uh, yeah, I I don't know how they're going to do this. I'm hoping like there's, and you know, it's the internet. It's rumors. So we'll see how things go. We haven't actually had an official statement from Fox saying yes, Fred Please Savage make is it in happen. it. But there's been a lot of inside information being tossed around there that he right. is he is so, in the cast now. So what's interesting about that though, right, is that they're putting that out this holiday season, right? Yes. So which is soon. Yes. Which which I guess makes sense. Deadpool's already filmed. They yeah. just need to recut it a little bit. I mean, because they could literally just make a bedroom scene. They, right. they could literally recreate the bedroom scene from Princess Bride right. and yeah. have just Ryan Reynolds and, and would, Fred Savage in there. And it would probably take a week. To yeah, and then that. they yeah. throw him in a VO booth and right, right. You know, so, so, but that has this weird <laughs> knock-on effect on a bunch of Fox's movies. Yeah, right. Because hey, we're putting out Deadpool again, so let's move everything else back to make more money off Deadpool too. Yes. which is fine. That's cool. Uh, I, I don't. <laughs> um, yeah. So now Dark Phoenix was supposed to come out Valentine's Day next year, and it got pushed back to June seventh. Yeah. Um, 
June 7th was supposed to be the release date for Gambit. I didn't even realize that movie was still a thing. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like, know they even started filming on that no, movie, let alone it was there's, done. There's still not a director for that movie. Oh, really? So What have they been filming then? I don't know. I don't, okay. I don't know, even know that it has been filming. Anyways, it was scheduled for June 7th next year. It got pushed back to March of 2020. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, and then Battle Angel Alita, which I think, is James Cameron doing that? Yeah. He's, he's, I know his name's been attached to that for a while. Don't quote me. Yeah, I've seen previews for that already. Right. So that got pushed back from December 21st to February 14th. Again? Okay. It's been pushed back again? Well, uh, because, this whole, basically yeah. all of Fox's movies have been knocked back because uh, of this Deadpool thing. This Deadpool thing, thing put, took the place of Battle Angel Alita, and then that got took back and put took the place of Dark Phoenix, and now Dark Phoenix is pushed back, taking the and place, place of Gambit, Gambit. Yeah. Which See, hasn't the, started filming yet. This is right. something Deadpool would do. <laughs> you're not wrong. No. Yeah, Deadpool not wrong. is ruining all of science fiction, both in comics and real life. Huh. Deadpool, Deadpool kills the X-Men universe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Disney's checkbook is going to kill the X-Men yeah. universe. Okay. Also, well. man, so that Dark Phoenix trailer, can I be negative for a little sure. while? Because I, listen, I hate being the bitchy comic book nerd. Okay, <laughs> I really do. You wouldn't be a comic book nerd if you weren't. I Well, there's that. Um, <laughs> so, listen, the X-Men are my first love in comics. Like, they're, they're what got me into comics. Mm -hmm. And the Dark Phoenix saga, still 38 years later, is probably the best X-Men story. Um, and it's, it granted, you know, saying that, hey, the Dark Phoenix saga is, is eight issues. Like, no, it's it's 37 issues. Because um, it started in, in Uncanny X-Men 101. It ran to 137. Or the whole Phoenix thing did. Yeah. Um, the Dark Phoenix saga ran uh, 129 to 137. Um, I own two trade paperbacks of the Dark Phoenix Saga. I own every issue digitally, and I own almost every issue in print. Um, I own the beginnings and the end. I own the expensive ones. I just need to get the middle ones. Some of the fillers. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I was less concerned about those. I was like, oh, let me yeah, focus on the expensive ones yeah. first. And then um, the story of the Dark Phoenix Saga is the story of Jean Grey finding her sexuality, but it's encoded in superhero lore. Okay. And it's very much like, hey, this big cosmic bird from space came down and kind of took over me because that's a weird analogy. It's and for comics puberty. and superheroes, right? But it's 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 all an analogy for for yeah. you know awakening, like puberty awakening and stuff, right? Um, hey, the X Men aren't kids anymore; they're adults now. And here, Jean Grey got new powers and this crazy skin tight outfit with the sash, and her hair's flowy now instead of always in a ponytail and blah blah blah. Um, and like I don't know, it's I, the trailer for this doesn't look like it has anything to do with that. It's, it looks like it's just, hey, Jean Grey is bad now. And, oh, Charles Xavier locked something away in her brain, and now it's finally coming out, and it's pissed. And it's like, uh, yeah, but that's not... The Dark Phoenix. That's not what this story is. Yeah. Okay. Um, if, if the thing that you get out of the Dark Phoenix saga is that Jean Grey turned evil temporarily and then got better, like, I guess... I guess you could do that, but it's not that story. It's about a woman's empowerment and becoming an equal with the men and becoming more powerful than the men around her. And, and I feel like that's this trailer totally missed that. Also, uh, the Dark Phoenix movie is written by the same guy that wrote X-Men 3. Oh, no. Yeah. And suddenly a thousand cries yeah. cried out in terror. <laughs> yeah. We are talking extra as in like the one with Bullet Tooth Tony as the juggernaut, right? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. I'm the juggernaut. Right. 
Right. Uh, also, you know, the last time they tried to make a Dark Phoenix movie, and yeah. it was god-awful. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. The Sweet one that Jesus. was so bad, they had to reboot the X-Men universe. Yeah. The, oh. And took okay, Jensen went into hiding for a while, because... Right. She right. was one of the most successful actresses at the time, and then, <laughs> and then did X three and then disappears for yeah. like ten years. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. So. so we'll see, but I'm not super excited about that movie. Yeah, um, um, and it getting pushed back just means well, maybe it's just a bad trailer. It's possible. There have been movies so, that have had really bad trailers. Right, have been really good and movies. I'm, I'm yeah. very much hoping for that. Because okay. um, uh, like what, a movie that <sighs> that I love. And some people may disagree with me on this that I thought was horribly marketed and the trailers were t- god awful was John Carpenter of Mars. Yeah. That was a good flick. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the CG, you know, some, some spots was a little bit yeah, but, but that's overall movies. it was it was a good movie. It was right. an entertaining movie. I liked it the whole time and that movie got killed, the sequels got killed because bad marketing. Do you want to know something interesting? So I was watching uh, this video and uh, this was maybe about a year or two ago and it was like the top 10 uh, you know, movie trailers that were misleading. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, in all the trailers they were talking about, you know, oh, this one, you know, the trailer was really good, but the movie sucked. Mm-hmm. Or this trailer was really good and the movie was even better. Mm-hmm. Or blah, 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 blah. Kingsman was on that list. Like, Kingsman the Secret Service. Uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh, yeah. And I was sitting there going, like, why is Kingsman on here? That movie was fantastic. Apparently... The trailer actually got a lot of negative response at first because people thought, oh, God, it's just another spy movie. Yeah. And then the yeah. movie came out and just blew everybody away. And I'm just like, and it was the only one on that list that went from a horrible trailer to a fantastic film. All hmm. the others were either the trailer was great and the movie was bad mm-hmm. or the trailer was okay and the movie was better. It was never yeah. like yeah. the trailer actually got negative responses. So it was really interesting to learn. Yeah. 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 yeah there's, there's been a few movies like that over there. And then you have, you know, the opposite where the trailer is fantastic, like Cowboys and Aliens, and then the movie is mm, horrible. <laughs> like, yeah. You see the trailer, you're like, what's going on? Like, Cowboys that and one Aliens? was on the list. So, Harrison Ford? Check okay, out Watch I'm Mojo. In. Speaking of great trailers and probably terrible movies, yeah. uh, also the Bumblebee trailer came out this oh, week. Oh, that's right. I'm actually intrigued by that. I, I am too. I, I'm on board for it now. So, so if X-Men is my first love in comics, Transformers is my first love in Saturday morning cartoons. Um, I literally do not remember a time in my life where I did not love Transformers. My earliest memories include owning an Optimus Prime toy. Um, and the original Optimus Prime toy, thank you. Um... And and I I know I've told you guys this story individually. I don't think I've told it on the air. When Michael Bay's Transformers came out in 2007, that very first one, mm-hmm. uh, I, I my brother I, I was not excited necessarily, but I, I decided to go in with as open a mind as possible. My brother was going to the midnight show with a bunch of his friends. I thought, cool, you know, let me tag along. We were both still living at home at the time, and uh, but it was it, and it was July. But uh, are you okay over there? By the yeah. way, Josh nearly fell out of his chair too. But this I'm not laughing. Almost fall out of my chair. This <laughs> thing goes way too far. Yeah. All right. Anyways, um, yeah. So it was July, but it was still the middle of the night. So I thought, oh, I'll bring my hoodie, whatever. But it was the Transformers movie, so hey, I'm gonna wear my Decepticon T-shirt because I'm, you know, a nerd. Um, yep. I walked out of that movie with my hoodie zipped up in the middle of July because it was just so god-awful that I was embarrassed to be a Transformers fan. So I haven't seen any of the other Transformers movies. And every single one of my friends that sees them tells me how bad they are. And they say, you got to see it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, because I'm not giving those things any more money. They make enough money that they help justify the cost of all the comics that I've been reading since then. IDW's run is fantastic, and I'm sad that it's coming to an end. But also, it's been like 15 years, so mm. that's fine. Anyways, uh, but this Bumblebee trailer, man, 
it looks like E.T. if E.T. turned into a car. Uh, <laughs> and also, like, it's got a bunch of G1 design Transformers. Yeah. Like, they show Shockwave and Soundwave and Starscream and Thundercracker and Skywarp and a bunch of others that were flying by too quickly for me to actually get who they were. Optimus Prime shows up, and they look like the original 1984 yeah. designs. That's but updated, Which is super cool. And I'm very excited for that. And I'm very scared that I'm very excited for a live-action Transformers movie, given how bad the last ten years of them have been. And I know I told you this, but I'm just going to say it again on the air. You should go see the movie, just, you know, with your hoodie on, zipped up, <laughs> hidden in the theater. Uh-huh. And then if the movie is good, you walk out with the, with the zip down, showing your Decepticon shirt. <laughs> yeah, if I still had the Decepticon shirt, that'd be a great idea. Oh, you don't got no more? Oh. Uh, no, I have a different one that says Megatron was right. Uh, I mean, that works, too. <laughs> that works, too. <laughs> So um, yeah, no, I, I I was indifferent about the movie, and then I saw those G one characters, and I went, oh, mm-hmm. now I kind of want to see this. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it definitely did. I, it was like, ooh, Scooby Snack. And uh, <laughs> I I don't know. Uh-oh. It's the I, I looked at it up a little bit, and there's a lot of people that are thinking because they said that it's not a reboot, an official reboot of the Transformers universe, right? But it does take place twenty years before the yeah, other movies, and so it's kind of it might be a soft reboot where if they mm-hmm. go like, hey, we have twenty years we can play with of all these characters, let's just forget that our movies ever happened, and we're going to go here with this, right? And have Bumblebee literally the only one that looks anything like the original Bayformers. Yeah, the, yeah. the Bayformers. Yeah, I'm still so. bummed that he can't talk, but maybe he's just not talking in the trailer, and they will address that in the yeah. movie. So. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So, all right, I'm going to shift it over to another movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they announced that Tom Hanks is going to be playing Mr. Rogers in uh, this upcoming film. It's not going to be until October 2019, but the film is called You Are My Friend. So I'm sitting here going, okay, they picked the man who also played Walt Disney in uh, fi- uh, Saving Mr. Banks. He sure did. So oh, yeah. he's played the man behind the mouse, and now he's going to play the man behind our neighborhood. Well, it actually, sounds really creepy. <laughs> but no, but, but seriously though, like the, the the guy who taught us all, like you know, kindness and respect and yeah. honesty and all that. Yeah. He, who's he gonna play next, Bill Nye? <laughs> hey, Mr. Wizard. Like, yeah. I mean, sure. I just, it's. I'm giving a huge, a bunch of huge props there to Tom Hanks for the fact that he's, you know, stepping up to to play Mr. Rogers mm-hmm. of all people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, also, I got two other things. I'm just gonna shoot them out real quick. Another is, so recently on Netflix, uh, Justin Willman. Okay. The magician and comedian uh, that I've seen a couple times at the Tempe Improv. Sure. Uh, he came up with a special called Magic for Humans. I say go watch it. It is funny as hell. Okay. And it'll okay. have you walking out, and it'll have you, you know, walking away from your computer or your phone or whatever you watch it on, mm-hmm. going, Magic for Susans. And you, <laughs> I'm not going to explain why. I want you to go find out why. Okay. You will say that. So. All righty. Um, and then my last thing is is that, so a couple weeks ago, I made the comment that I was going to my high school's homecoming game, and at the game, the band, because that's where I, that's why I went back, that also because my brother plays varsity for the team, mm-hmm. um, they play the song Hooked on a Feeling, and I was... Uga-chaka, uga-uga, uga-chaka. Yeah. All that dancing baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they were playing the song, and I was, you know, dancing in the, I was dancing in the stands, and I started singing along to it, and the guard is singing along to it, and one of the girls turns around and looks to me and saying, oh, you like Guardians of the Galaxy too? And I looked at her and I said, yeah, I, I like Guardians of the Galaxy. These are great films. Actually, my uh, fiancé ca- is a uh, Star-Lord, and she bought it. <laughs> so, my fiancé cosplays as Star-Lord. Right. But he's, she took he, it. He's got a really 
good costume. He too. does. He does have a really good costume though. But she took it to a whole other level, and it was fantastic. <laughs> she's going. She's married or getting engaged to Chris Pratt. What? Shh. We'll just go with that. <laughs> so, but no, it, it was just a great reaction, and then yeah. just the fact that they were like, you know, that's where they were associating the song, and yeah, that's kind of where I associate the song. But I do know where its origins are. It came back, you know, it's a song right. from like the, you know, the 80s, 70s, whenever that time was. So it, it's obvious that it's it's kind of funny that they're like associating it strictly yeah. with Guardians. It's funny you say so. that because the comment I made about the dancing baby at time, you know, puts uh-huh. he and I time yep. and place because of Ally McBeal. Right, right, which was the 90s show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So. Oh, man, it's too funny. All right. Um, real quick before we uh, we close out, one thing I want to mention real quick is in comic book news, mm-hmm. um, Heroes in Crisis came out this week. Ooh. Yeah, and it's dude. a DC uh, uh, crossover event. Um, and it's got a lot of DC fans up in arms because DC had a had made a, a, a crossover event a while back. Uh, it was DC Rebirth that they were reintroducing a lot of characters and getting a lot of goodwill bit back with a lot of longtime comic book fans mm-hmm. because of choices Myself they made. Included. New 52. And even people that don't like DC were getting excited about DC right. with Rebirth. And... Uh, a lot of the fans that have come back are just irate at Heroes in Crisis because... Oh, there are people that are done. They're just like, oh, yeah, oh no, yeah, I'm out. Bye. Yeah. And, and I'm urging caution with that because at the central core, and I don't want to get too spoilery or anything like that with it because I think it's worth a read, but uh, the central core is a character that's a time traveler. His right. whole shtick <laughs> is time, is time travel. travel. And fixing the timeline. And yeah, and, you know, and always aspiring to be a better hero and things like that. Right. So... I just I'm just telling people you know hey go out check it out it's it's a decent story wait for the whole story to get done before you know you burn the place to the ground unless they kill Tim Drake if they do that then my you have my permission to just burn it all down <laughs> otherwise though just 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 give it give it a little bit of try because remember it is time travel and it's comic books nobody I have stays a friend dead of for mine. long I have a friend of mine who would be in the same boat as you would be Josh if yeah. Tim Drake died yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah we just we find Dan did. Didio at that point. She, oh, God, I don't even want to imagine what she would react to. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so, you know, just keep in in mind, time travel, enjoy comics, have fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, on that note, we're, we're about out of time, so... All right. Yes. Yeah. Time for so, us to get going. It is. So, like we said before, guys, you guys can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, check us out on Instagram. All of it is Atomic Monsoon, except for Instagram, which is Atomic underscore Monsoon. Yeah, they wouldn't let me just have Atomic Monsoon. Nobody else has it. Like, no one else has just Atomic Monsoon. How rude. I, <laughs> thanks, Steph. Um, but yeah, Atomic underscore Monsoon on okay. Instagram. And I'll be posting weird stuff from my collection, and yeah. I'll give you guys the password and stuff. So yeah, you guys yeah can when, once we start going out and doing more events and going to comic yeah. shops and doing things like that, we'll yeah. definitely start uh, to start uploading some more stuff and more sure. content yeah, for, for sure. you guys sure. as well. Um, but you're welcome, by the way, for the Full House reference. Yes. I, I, I will always try to add one from Stephanie Tanner Fantastic. every now and then. There we go. Um, anyway, also you can email us at AtomicMonsoon at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And if you Red guys... Bubble. And also Redbubble. Yeah, we got some merch. Go there check out our go. merch. Um, and always, you can just check us out on the Variety Channel right here on Voice America every Sunday at 10 a.m., at least for a replay, if you like replays and all. And you can always <laughs> download our past episodes as well on various medias, including uh, Google Play, Voice America, Tune Google in. Play, i tunes like just wherever you're listening to us you can probably listen to every episode yeah it's very true yeah. so uh, right, well, that's all I got we look forward to talking to everybody nice, next give time give us a five star rating on iTunes yeah, there yeah, we go right. nice. right. make right. us feel right. fancy <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll wear our fancy hats next time yeah <laughs> if you do it so alrighty well Not, we need to get out of here guys we gotta we gotta we'll get going let these people get back to their lives yeah What's go back lives? and have fun alright well I'm Josh and I'm going to be seriously binging some Destiny this weekend
I'm Stephanie, and uh, I'm going to go do some charity work this week, and I'm going to be a good Samaritan. Oh, so you're a much better person than I am. <laughs> I only get one weekend, though. <laughs> I'm Andy, and uh, special beam cannon! <laughs> We're out! <laughs>